people. Happy Sunday night. It's N night. <laughs> I didn't realize that night began with an N until I was just saying it. Okay. We got three good recovery words, I think. And every letter seems to play out the same way. There's like MVP words, you know, that are just it seems like everybody's voting on. Then there's some that just really strike me, and then there's usually an oddball one. Um, today, two of them really struck me, but one of them kept repeating. So let me get us started off with the first one, which has like a bunch of definitions. And when I first thought of it, I was thinking of it in the context of going outside and in in the recovery sense, meditating or appreciating this N-word, which is nature. There, the formal definition is the phenomena of the physical world collectively, including plants, animals, the landscape, and other features and products of the earth, as opposed to humans or human creations. So basically everything outside. Nature's beautiful. I love it. I love it more when it's warm nature (laughs) than cold nature. And I love it more when it's furry nature instead of slimy nature. And then what I hadn't thought about was nature in the sense of it's in somebody's nature to be a certain way. And one of the N words I'm not using is nice. And one of the people who posted it, it's totally in her nature to be nice. She's one of the nicest people that I know, actually. It was enlightening to be reminded of these other these other definitions of nature. I know that this isn't meant to be like an English class, but I really do get, I don't know, I get educated, more smarter (laughs) doing this with you. So hopefully it's good for you too. Okay. The next one, this was, this was one of the popular ones and I love it because I'm imagining it was popular in a lot of cases from a fitness arena or health and wellness. But this one is a beautiful word for for our our lives and what we need to do in our recovery. And that is nourish. We need to nourish our recovery, right? And it says, here's one of the examples, provide with food or other substances necessary for growth, health, and good condition. And then keep a feeling or a belief in one's mind, typically for a long time. So nourishing is substances necessary for growth, health, and good condition. So when we're trying to be abstinent from gambling, drinking, you know, whatever is in that bucket, but when we're trying to be abstinent, 
we have to nourish our well we have to nourish our bodies especially if it's if it's a physical um substance or something that we're taking in our body but nourishing our our minds that's the the reading of the book or listening to music or going to group and listening to other people or doing web research nourishing your mind just keeps you going forward and helps you grow mentally and then nourishing the soul by that's part of why we do the readings in the morning that's part of my nourishment for the day for my spirituality for my recovery I'm nourishing my recovery so really that word just really lit me up and the last one's kind of fun and I loved how I loved how it was framed online because it was from one of one of the girls that I work with and she was she she called it out clear clarifying what she meant and the word was naked and I think she wrote something to the effect of as in bare one's soul and of course the you know we probably all think first naked is with no clothes and her definition and then online you know it's saying without the usual covering or protection and in her case you know she was talking about maybe her heart or her soul and then exposed to harm unprotected or vulnerable and I <laughs> I wasn't naked for a lot of years and um actually it's funny because my biking buddy asked me if I sleep naked last week and I was like uh no what if there's a fire alarm like I'm I'm too scared to sleep naked well for many many years I was too scared to be naked as far as showing you know my truth and it was usually hidden behind you know a sense of humor or you know I didn't want to be weak I didn't want to be unprotected I didn't want to be vulnerable and I can remember so clearly one of the days that I really really acknowledged it and got it and um I was set I was sent a song and the song's name was Naked and this is what I you know recommended to my friend today too like you got to hear this song and I listened to the song so many times and finally one day it just was like, oh, I get it. It was it was about really opening up to another person and it it actually triggered me to write this crazy long email to the person who sent me the song like, oh my God, I get it and you know this is this is part of my growth and exposure and and just the fact that the light bulbs went on it was like okay I'm starting to get more comfortable with being vulnerable I'm starting to see the value to it and I was thinking about this this morning too about being maybe is there such a thing as being too too naked <laughs> you know letting letting it all hang out so to speak emotionally 
no different than, you know, we wouldn't be going to work naked and letting all our stuff hang out in front of our coworkers. Uh, do we do that with our emotions and, you know, our, our stuff, for lack of a better word? So I liked, I liked that she put that, brought that up in that context. And I am very grateful that I'm at a place that I can appreciate being emotionally or, or yeah, emotionally naked where I don't, I'm not hiding. And part of that comes with the actual feeling, the feelings. It's, it's one thing to discuss them, share them, be naked with them, you know, by letting the world know our feelings. But the first part of that is feeling the feelings and getting to that place. And that's part of the beauty of, of getting to the naked part. And I think that's probably a big part of that came from, from rehab. I mean, it was, it, <laughs> you know, you're all in the same boat and, and the, the counselors push and there's, there's just no hiding. You're, you have to almost be vulnerable. And I mean, I guess you don't have to, but I don't know that it would work if you don't bother. I wish I could come up with a good analogy about being real naked versus meant, um, emotionally naked as far as the benefits of it. Well, ah, I think I can. So if you're real naked, I'm going to have to hit the like explicit box on this show because I'm going to talk about sex again. But if you're real naked, you can have more intimacy, more access to someone, you know, for physical reasons it's that same way with emotional naked. You can get closer to that person and, you know, have a different level of intimacy from being, having your guard down and stuff. And that's a, that's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I'm trying to make sure I'm positive because, um, (laughs) <laughs> I, I, the first person I did that to kind of crushed my heart. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's okay. It was a good learning experience. And I think that I will be capable of it again. And the reason, the reason, so here's the thing, like my counselor would ask me, you know, like, you're not going to close back up, you know, like basically you're not going to get dressed and say F you to the world again. And um, I'm like, no, probably not. But what it is is when you do that, and or at least when I did this, when I got really, really naked in a relationship, super naked, it allowed me to, those feelings that I was talking about feeling, feel feelings that I didn't even know I was capable of feeling. And that's probably why I would be open to doing it again. Well, that is why I would be open to it again because those feelings that you feel on the other side of it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. They were so powerful. And don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm still trying to um, figure out how to get past them. And I just don't, I don't think it'll be like tomorrow that anybody else gets me naked. But I know that it's worth it. I've at least experienced that it's worth it to feel those feelings, even if it isn't forever. 
So those are my N words. We are going to do O tomorrow. Oh, my. <laughs> Get it? Oh, my. Yeah, I'm getting silly. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. And thank you, everybody, for doing your N words. Ah, uh, You know what would be so much fun? I should see what, what countries or places we have listeners with our first time letters, too, or our, our letters, too. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow because I don't know. Um, well, let's see if I could pull it up quick enough while I talk to you. I hate being complete silence, but I was just talking to a friend about um, her potentially starting a podcast and I was showing her some of what I can see, which is, you know, town, like places, cities, sometimes countries. So for countries with an N... We have the Netherlands and New Zealand and Nigeria. That's pretty cool, huh? And I'm going to look real quick to see Nassau, New York, Norwalk, Connecticut. This is kind of fun. I hadn't thought of this. So shout out to all my N cities. New Haven, Connecticut, North Vancouver, British Columbia. Shout out to Canada. Woohoo. Yeah, that's a little fun. We got lots of end towns, hopefully. New Britain, Connecticut. I'm not going to go through the whole list because there's like hundreds and hundreds of towns on here that are listening. Thank you to everyone for that, by the way. But I don't want to miss anyone and offend them. So I'm not going to be able to do every town. But that's a fun way to look at it. I'll have to see if there's any O towns tomorrow. So that's it. It's our weekend's winding down and I hope that you had a productive or a fun one or whatever you wanted. I hope it was everything you wanted it to be. How's that? All right, beautiful people. I will chat with you in the morning. Have a great evening. 